conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. It's 13 minutes now before 5 o'clock. In conversation next with Mamaji Ramuela, who is the Director of African Tourism Showcase. Today we applaud the tourism sector, seeing that the industry is making a strong comeback post the devastation caused uh, by the COVID-19 pandemic. Tourism Minister Patricia DeLille recently announced that over 55, or rather uh, over 5.5 million visitors uh, graced uh, South African shores last year with just over 2 million coming to the country in the first quarter of this year to explain uh, what makes visitors see South Africa as an attractive destination. Mameji now joining us on the line. Mameji, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Majaji, apologies for that. Majaji now joining us on the line. Majaji, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. The president in his weekly letter also saying that the, the tourism sector is recovering 150% compared to the previous financial year. Well, good afternoon, uh, Aldrin, and uh, the listeners of SAFM. And I'm glad you got my name right there, uh, Mike uh, And really, thank you so much for giving the, um, you know, our tourism industry uh, the attention and the focus that you do at SAFM. We really applaud you for this uh, because uh, tourism suffered a lot during COVID-19. And when the comeback of the industry is coming in, it's very it's wonderful to see that the media picked up on that one. And so I, I think I want to start by applauding the president uh, from his busy schedule, uh, you know, writing this piece and, and, and giving uh, the, the kind of boost and attention that our industry is requiring. And indeed, we, uh, I think, you know, tourism in Africa in general, uh, but in South Africa in particular, has been singled out by both uh, the World Travel and Tourism Council and the United Nations World Tourism Organization. Uh, as uh, one of the regions that has really recovered uh, quickly uh, from the devastation of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And one of the major drivers, uh, Adrian, if I had to say that, um, you know, it's really the, the, your independent traveler, what we call the FIT traveler, uh, that has found their way quickly back into South Africa. We know that even during the COVID-19 uh, you know, pandemic, South Africa still received uh, people coming in here, and the major drivers of those numbers of people coming here was what we call the digital nomads and, and the remote workers. Uh, you know, they chose to come to cities like Cape Town uh, and Johannesburg to come in and really uh, work during the, the COVID-19 pandemic. What you are seeing now is your leisure tourists uh, coming in, you are seeing the business traveler coming back, and you are seeing the incentive traveler also coming in. And most importantly, we also seeing the exhibitor. Uh, you know, in February, uh, Edwin, you and I spoke uh, in, when I was at Meeting Africa, where South African tourism had, uh, in, you know, welcomed uh, business buyers. Uh, these are the people that sell conferences, sell exhibition spaces and incentives. They welcomed them from across the world in Africa to, to, to Johannesburg. And now we've just come back from the leisure side of our industry with the Africa Travel in Daba in Itequiti. And that came behind World Travel Market Africa, which took place in Cape Town, in the beginning of April. Majaji, do you think that as it stands currently, South Africa is in a good position to actually exploit whatever gains it could get? This is now specifically speaking about the tourism sector out of a weak rand, considering where the rand is standing at currently, just above um, 19 rand to the US dollar. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every time uh, the rand loses ground, as much as we as the consumers will we cry out because everything suddenly goes up, petrol goes up, you know, the cost of living goes up for the average South African. But it is good from an import point of view because it suddenly makes South Africa cheaper uh, for people to come. And mind you, 
a South African uh, travel package being cheaper, uh, you know, which is a high end. I mean, South Africa product is very high end. It's highly regarded in the market. Now, if you get a highly ranked uh, uh, to a package in a highly ranked destination like South Africa, this is the reason why we are seeing a lot of people coming in here. Uh, you know, you know our, our our product, our five star lodges, our five star hotels. You know, even even your ordinary B and B in South Africa or ordinary Airbnb, it ranks among the best. It competes favorably in the world. And so, immediately when the rent loses ground, you will see a lot of our tour operators being active with people starting confirming their travel packages to South Africa. Business travel becomes cheaper, becomes affordable, and people really get a, a good value above what we are already giving them, which is a good value uh, South African product. I mean, Eldon, you will know. That South Africa is on one of the top in Africa. We are among the top five as a destination. And despite the challenges of electricity, uh, despite the challenges of crime, mm. uh, which, by the way, uh, it gets elevated beyond uh, other destinations. Crime is an issue uh, all over the world. Um, and this is one of the things we always say to people. You travel to a modern, South Africa is a modern, city, a modern country. We are not a rural country by, 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 by any stretch of the imagination. And so you will know that in a modern society, it comes with its own challenges. One of those is crime that we mustn't belittle, but it is a major contributor. So in the middle of low sharing, in the middle of crime, in the middle of a whole lot of other things that people are saying negatively about our country, we can stand proud and say we are still good, delivering good product on the marketplace, good hospitality, good cuisine and good culture, and it's a great people to welcome and make their stay wonderful. Does the announcement of a tourism police unit um, render any sort of credence to people that South Africa is actually working on the crime issue? I think it does. It, every little bit helps, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, people want to have a sense that they are secure. And I, I must say as well that the story about uh, crime in, in South Africa, it, it's a little bit of a, a, a very a different story because, we, we, now and then we know when tourists get affected by crime, it gets elevated, it gets uh, put out there simply because we want uh, tourists to, to feel safe and be looked after when they come to South Africa. So, so every little bit of uh, you know, what the premier of Houghton is doing with the uh, Amapanyaza, uh, you know, and, and the people who are guarding the streets, looking after the citizens as much as looking at the tourists. I think it all goes well for our industry. It all goes to, because there is a story called charity begins at home. You've got to look after your own people because then they become good ambassadors. It also shows that you'll also look yeah. after your visitors. So it go, it's a very good story uh, that goes out uh, to our visitors. Then what conversation should the sector been then be having with, uh, w- w- with, the, with the security cluster around safety? Because at the end of the day, we can't deny that the crime in South Africa is very, very violent and that has been reported on um, for some time now. But what's sort of response should we be seeing from the security cluster? And of course, over here, we're dealing with a societal issue as well. Look, uh, you know, I want to premise my response by saying that uh, the security and the crime issues of South Africa is a much bigger problem. And you will know, I've, I've seen a lot of your shows where you really were digging into this issue, trying to understand what it is. It's a very complex issue because poverty has a lot to do with this. Um, you know, people being left out has a lot to do with that. But frankly, our tourists and our visitors don't want to know about that. They are coming here to have a great time. They spend a lot of money and, and to come in and here. So, and, and the conversation, uh, Adrian, has been going on for a long time. Um, you know, I know the, the tourism industry has a, a program called the Tourism Safety Initiative uh, that is worked very well in the Western Cape. It worked very well in the Pumalanga. And I know that at the national level, at the National Department of Tourism, is also working to revive the National Tourism uh, Initiative. So, and private sector is coming in as well. So, I think. Um, what is really required is just really, and I'm hoping that you know, from the president's office, 
that, you know, in the Senate that is lauding the success of tourism, that the president can really just bring all these parties together, that there has to be that uh, directive, or shall we say, the, the messaging coming from, uh, from the highest office in the land, that crime is being taken very seriously, uh, you know, tourism needs to be protected, our people need to be protected, because a safe destination, a peaceful destination, with a happy and smiling people, makes for a good destination. That can double the kind of numbers that we are receiving right now to more so that we can begin to deal with the issues of unemployment and poverty in our country. And with the e-visa system that was announced by the Home Affairs Minister, um, looking at the 14 countries, excluding the other 20 that he said would be coming on, have you seen whether that has yielded any positive results? Fantastic news. Edwin, I must tell you that uh, during this uh, Africa travel in Daba, you know, uh, we had, uh, something like 180 or so uh, tour operators and traveling agents that came from Nigeria and Ghana. And that, that is a huge, uh, you know, a compliment, you know, minding the kind of tension that we have between, especially Nigeria and South Africa. These two operators came to South Africa, they spent some time in Johannesburg, they went to the Africa, traveled in Dallas. And a lot of those, uh, you know, out of the 200 or 250 that we were supposed to host, there were some 30 of them that really were not able to come to our country because of the visa issues. So what the minister and what the president included in his letter, uh, the work that had been done to make travel to South Africa easier, it's really welcome with both hands. And so they extended from 14 countries to 20. We would like that to be extended to more. But Africa being a leader, among the leaders in our country, we should be far ahead in terms of making travel and the visa system much easier. Uh, you know, mind that we, we really need to also make sure we protect our people. So I think we are allowing what government is doing. We're asking for speedy uh, uh, development in this area so that it, it becomes easier to access. I mean, the president in his letter talks about the increased air, air capacity. Again, wonderful news to hear, you know, air China coming back to, to, to South Africa. You know, we have also read lately that we are now going to be connected with Latin America. So indeed, uh, the South-South cooperation, but co- making South Africa fulfill that role, being the connector of the East and the West and, 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 and the South, it is all goes wonderful news for our country and for our people. Let's embrace tourism because really, we are not the panacea for the problems of South Africa as an industry, but we can certainly go a long way to calculate the entire economy because tourism is everybody's business. So there was an electricity situation. There was a day, a, 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 a day zero with water, and now we hear of a cholera outbreak in Hamanskral as well as Bares. This is now in, in the free state. Is this a concern at all for the sector? I think it is a concern from a humanitarian point of view, Adrian, because our industry, uh, like I was saying earlier on, South Africa's tourism industry is ranked among the highest in the world. Our standards are very high. Uh, from our, our catering and our cuisine, from our hotels, really, we, really, we have impeccable uh, standards that we keep. So it, it is a concern from a general populace, our people. But from a tourism point of view, I don't think it's a concern. I have not picked up anything from the industry saying this can have any effect in the industry per se. But I think for our people, who, uh, you know, have you know, a lot of the help to come and contact with their tourists. Uh, you need a happy, uh, uh, you know, service provider. You need a happy employee to be able to, to serve a client who's come here to have a good time. So I think from a humanitarian point of view, from a looking after our people point of view, I think when outbreaks like this does happen, we do need to make sure that we attend to it. And I'm sure that our government will step in to make sure that we put a stamp on it immediately so that it doesn't become a pandemic, it doesn't become a big problem. Because you know, you only just need one thing said about Africa, which is negative. Then it gets blown out, and suddenly the whole of Africa cannot be visited because there's a current outbreak somewhere in Hamas in South Africa. So, yeah, I think really for asking, I know our Minister of Tourism will step in there and really just beat the drum 
that let's contain this very quickly uh, so that we really continue this upward trajectory of uh, tourism delivering the numbers we need uh, to get our economy going. Machachi, thank you so much for your time. Machachi Ramuela is a director at the African Tourism Showcase.